time for school. Rock School. With your hosts, Dr. Joe Burns. Did I blankety blank break something? <laughs> blankety 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 blankety. And Chad P. Oh God, did you hit a guy in the van? How'd you know? <laughs> I was backing up. Underwritten by Home Theater, etc. Class is in. Hey, Sunday afternoon. My name is Joe Burns, a professor in the communication department and old radio guy. 11 years in the business before I finally got smart, went back to school, got a master's degree, a PhD, and decided to teach young radio guys like the one that's sitting next to me. What's your name? Chad P. Chad P., a former student and one who must learn. Hey, Chad, you like doing radio? Of course. I love doing radio. I I tell you what, if I could have a decent life at it, because it consumes you, the business of radio, if you allow it, will literally consume your physical person. It did me. I had to get out of it. But I tell you what, the 11 years that I was in it, I lived in five different states. I worked for seven different radio stations, and I still look back on it as some of the greatest days of my life. You played the radio game. Oh, God, it was wonderful. I I know everything about the business. I don't do it as well as some people. I do it better than some other people. And... Made a decent living off it. Met my wife through it, and I teach it now. I try to get people to go into it, and I warn them of the pitfalls. I tell them of the fun. And when I was putting this show together, and my wife kind of rolled her eyes and went, you're not really going to go back on the radio, are you? And I said, <laughs> yes, yes, I'm going back on the radio. She said, okay, it's only for an hour a week, right? And I said, yes, I'm, I'm going to go back on for an hour a week. She goes, okay, only, only an hour a week. Please don't obsess <laughs> about this. So... I'm back to obsessing about radio. Yeah, man. The first thing she said was, as I was trying to come up with topics for this, she's one of the best you know, walls that I bounce these ideas off. She said, well, it's a radio show. Why don't you do songs about radio? Brilliant! <laughs> Absolutely brilliant! Looks like a Guinness commercial. So I put together about 10 or 12 songs that all deal with the radio. Excellent. And Chad looked at me and he said, you know, um, are you really going to explain how radio works? Because that's kind of boring. And I said, yeah, how about we tell stupid, funny radio stories? Because we got them. Oh, God, do you? You work radio long enough, you will have a drove of stupid, funny radio stories. May I start? Uh, be, 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 be my guest. My second year in radio, I am an unmarried young man. I am working for WKST in Newcastle, Pennsylvania. Right. I'm working nights, and I'm doing what's known as board opping. Yeah, board I opping. am babysitting a board. I am running the Pittsburgh Penguins game. Okay. My job is to basically listen to the game, and when they go to commercial, I'm to turn them down and insert my own commercials. Yep. So it sounds like it's local. Yep. Okay. Knock comes on the door. One of the saleswomen that are there, just gorgeous. She's beautiful. And for some stupid reason, she seems to like me. Okay. She has an acoustic guitar in her hand. All right. And she looks me dead in the face. I'm the only one in the studio. All right. It's late at night. She looks me dead in the face and she says, I understand you said you'd give me a guitar lesson. And I'm thinking, this is going to be the greatest night of my life. Okay? <laughs> I'm just, I'm thinking, this is going to be the greatest night of my life. Now, I'm sitting in the studio. The way you get the signal of the Pittsburgh Pirates game or uh, the Pittsburgh uh, Penguins, Penguins game yeah. is you have a, uh, a telephone. Mm-hmm. You call the Pittsburgh Penguins people, and when they say, okay, here's the signal, and down comes the game, right. you flip a little switch that turns off the mouthpiece. Okay. Okay. So I'm playing the Pittsburgh Penguins game, and the problem is now that the mouthpiece is turned off, you can't answer the phone. 
Correct. So I'm sitting there in the studio, and I'm putting the moves. Mm-hmm. I am putting the moves. And I'm showing her some things on the guitar. I remember I played uh, Roundabout by Yes, and we're talking, and I asked her out, and we're talking about what we're going to do and where we're going to go and how things are going to, and it's going to be great. And I'm just doing so good and all that kind of stuff. The phone rings. Yeah. And I look at the log, and I got some time, and I said, excuse me, beautiful sales girl. She was so blonde, my goodness. <laughs> I have to go answer the phone. I pick up the phone in the other room. KST, can I help you? Guy says, hey, how you doing? I'm doing fine. What are you talking about? How you doing with that girl? You no. think she'll go out with you? So oh, what are you talking no. about? He said, we can hear everything. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> I, I hang up the phone, and I go running into the studio, and I go, oh, Oh, no. And I flick the switch, and I turn to her face, and she goes beat red, and she says, could everybody hear that? And I turn to her, and I said, like the microphone was on. Needless to say, we never went out. It's all about radio today. Radio stories, radio fun. Here's Wall of Voodoo. I'm on a Mexican radio. I didn't get a date. Bet you didn't. No, I didn't get a day. Oh. Stan Ridgway, who owns a company called Acme Soundtracks, and uh, one day a guy was listening to a piece of music that he did, and he said, man, that sounds like Phil Spector's Wall of Sound, and he said, yeah, but I can't call it the Wall of Sound, he said, how about the Wall of Voodoo? There you go. That's where the name came from. Why not? Awesome it's song a, about the thing we love. That's right. At radio, it will either make you the happiest guy in the world or it will eat you alive. And what a way to show off. It is. When you get a signal. Oh. Let me ask you this. How many how many mixes have you made for your wife? Oh, hey. mixtapes? Oh, yeah. A jillion. Thank you. A jillion. And mm-hmm. for girlfriends and mm-hmm. such. I was just positive when I got into radio that I would have absolutely no trouble with women. And there's a reason why they call it a face for radio. Yeah. <laughs> I have exactly. it. It's I got to tell you, it's real easy. And I tell my students this as well. You have to have an ego to be on the radio. It's not a question. You yeah. can't open this microphone, know you're talking to a thousand people, and not have at least confidence. Yeah, confidence. But you can become egotistical. Big time, yeah. yeah. Ever happened to you? Well, I guess so. It leads into one of my uh, popular stories in okay. radio. Let me hear it. Well, after I'd become kind of somewhat established here, I was a student this jockey for three years uh, back in 99, 2000, 2001, and uh, adopted a, a really cool, what I thought was a cool radio name, The Game. Yeah. I was The Game. You know why? Because you, you can't play me. Oh, God. That's egotistical in itself. I'd love to tell you I had a worse one. I was The Jive Till Five one time. Oh, I would have kept path- that to myself. <laughs> that was pathetic. <laughs> so I'm the game, man, and we got the first fun drive here at KSLU back in 01. You remember you came yeah, on I was the on air? It. Yeah. You came on the air with me for an hour, and then another one of my old radio professors, he's no longer here at Southeastern, so let's call him Mike. Mike. Yeah. Mike's mom 
calls in to make a donation. Mike yeah. and I are bouncing back and forth, and we're having a really good time, and then Mike's mom calls in to make a donation. They patch her through, and Mike just starts talking to her. Hey, Mom, how are things going? How's the dog? Blah, blah, blah. And I'm just kind of sitting there like, hello, my, my show, my show. Yeah. Your ego so, got in the way. Yeah, so yeah. I interjected, and I said, well, excuse me, Mrs. <laughs> Mike's mom. This is my show. You don't call my show to talk to your son. I don't care if you're making a donation or not. This is my show. And she goes, who the hell is this? <laughs> So which I went, and I said, this is the game. I'm the game. This is my show. Do you hear me? You say my name. It's the game. And she went, who? Who are you? Oh. I I cried. I'm the guy on the radio. I cried. I went home and cried. Here's Rush. Here's Rush from 1980 from Permanent Waves. It's a spirit of the radio on Rock School. Well, you can't go wrong with Rush. Yeah, and the words of the prophets were written on the studio walls. That's the spirit of the radio right here in Rock School as we take an hour and talk about this thing that I love and that you're falling in love with. This yep. is radio for an hour. It's, uh, I, I mean, my career in radio, 11 years, I proposed to my wife on the radio. I interviewed Richard Simmons on the radio. I had my life threatened on the radio. No I had, joke. I'd have a, a police escort for three days. I made fun of, uh, I was working in uh, Alabama, and I made fun of the Crimson Tide. They got beat by um, uh, Ohio State. And the guy told me how he was going to do it and all that kind of good stuff. And, I think uh, college football is just a topic we should steer clear of. Yeah, we need to stay away from that. Boy, do we ever need to stay away from that. <laughs> My turn for a radio story? Please do. I love hearing your first stuff. First time on the air. Very first time on the air. Okay. Here, i got to give you some insight into radio. We are wearing headphones right now. And the yes. reason we're wearing headphones is because we're speaking into microphones. And the reason we're speaking into microphones is because we have to turn our voices into either digital or analog signals. If you have a speaker on, then the vocals go into the microphone, come out the speaker, into the microphone, out of the speaker, into the microphone, out of the speaker, and they perform a feedback loop. And that goes whoop, and if you're wearing headphones, your ears meet in the middle. So when you turn on these speakers, or when you turn on these microphones, the speakers automatically turn off. Yes. I didn't know that. (laughs) It's my first time on the air. I wasn't supposed to go on the air. I was told specifically by the general manager not to go on the air. And you did it anyway. But this really pretty girl said, I don't want to go on the air. I want to go to a party tonight. So I said, I'll take your shift. What is it with you and the women, man? I do poorly. Um, (laughs) It was... (laughs) I did poorly. Uh, Nobody ever showed me how to run the board. Nobody showed me how to spin the records. Nobody showed me anything. The guy who was on before me gave me about a 30-second, you know, go for it, and uh, I brought my own records, which you weren't allowed to do. So I put on a Van Halen record, and he queued it up for me, and I told everybody at the fraternity house, I was in a fraternity at the time, told everybody at the fraternity house, listen to me, I'm going to be disc jockey extraordinaire. Okay. So I turned on the microphone, and I said something to the effect of, uh... I'm on the radio, and here is a song. Boom. And it played. And I was stunned that it went out over the air. Yes, indeed. And I took my headphones off. And there was oh, no sound. I know where this is going. And I, and I thought, well, where's the sound? 
and I reached over and I turned the monitor button. You know, like you turn it up and right. nothing's happening. Uh-oh. And you may not know this or not, but I have a filthy mouth. I just, I'll just admit to it. I'll cop to it straight away. And I begin to curse. What the blankety-blank? You why, left. why won't the blankety-blank speakers come on? You left the mic open. The mic was wide open. <sighs> wide spanking open. And I'm going, why in the blankety-blank won't these things come What? Did I blankety blank break something? <laughs> blankety 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 blank 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 blankety blank blank. All of a sudden, it occurs to me there's this gargantuan red light that says on that air. says on air. And I reach over and there's this button that says your microphone is on. And I turn it off. And remember, I've turned the the speakers oh, up wow. the entire way. So when you turn it, the mic off, it blows me against the back wall over <laughs> there. Meanwhile. While composing myself, the record ends. Yes, indeed. Now I have what's known as dead air mm-hmm. for 15 seconds till Ooh. I could get another record Which is ready to go. an eternity in On radio. On the air, it's an eternity. I finally slink back to the fraternity house about an hour later, and I walk in the front door, and they have taken a piece of cardboard, and they have written on it, what the blankety-blank <laughs> has happened to these speakers. Luckily, I only started on a college radio station... And as we continue with radio, here's Everclear on Rock School. KHJ Los Angeles. Portions of the day's programming are reproduced by means of electrical transcriptions or tape recordings. You just can't listen to the story. The stories we're telling off air have so many curse words in them. It's absolutely <laughs> unbelievable. That's Everclear, the AM radio, and if you recognize it, it's Gene Knight's Mr. Big Stuff. I did recognize that. Yes, you did. Uh, go ahead, Chad. You what? were just telling me a story, and... Uh, yeah, I wasn't uh, planning on telling that one. A, and I'm telling you, if I was your boss, I would have slapped you if well, this I'm... happened. Tell the story. I would have slapped <sighs> you had you done this under my... Under my, if, right. I, if I was running the radio station mm-hmm. and you did this, I'd have slapped you. All right. Go when ahead. I was doing afternoon drive uh, my senior year, the, yeah. sta- the student union bookstore used to sell this ice cream thing called uh, Choco Taco. Yeah. It's like a chocolate taco wa- waffle cone. Yeah, you tried thing. to get people to bring them to you. I did. I would say if there's anyone in the union right now who wants to bring the game a Choco Taco, I would absolutely love one. I'll love you forever and I'll thank you on the air or whatever. Anybody ever bring you one? No, no. It never worked. I had a pizza delivered one time. Did you? I called a pay phone and they did. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, not, not go ahead. Good. Well, one day I wasn't feeling that well, and I opened up the mic. And I know that when you open up the mic, you're supposed to leave everything behind, and you're supposed to be that guy, that yeah. awesome super DJ. Well, That's I, right. said, I said, guys, energy level is not what it needs to be today. I'm not feeling well. I've got a split and headache. I'd Stayed have given out you heck. Well, you shouldn't I was being be that. honest. Nobody cares that you're sick. Eh. Anyway, go anyway, ahead. Anyway, so I said... You know, not really feeling that well. I tell you what, if anyone's out there with some headache medicine, oh, that would be oh, that would be awesome right now. Gosh. And a guy showed up. He knocked oh. on the door. He knocked on the door, and he had some Advil. And he went, hey, oh. I heard the game's sick. Here, give him these. And, and the GM flipped Now, wait out. a minute. No, well, you're missing a specific point. What? You took them. They were Advil. You took pills were- <laughs> that a guy gave you off the street? Adv- it was in an Advil bottle. So what? And it was the Advil pills. I would have s- 
I would have thrown you around this room like I'd no. have turned you upside down and shook you to try to get him out. Nah, he wasn't worried about my health. He said, "You can't take drugs. You can't uh, ask for drugs on the air." Oh, I would have smacked you around, silly. You took, you just walked up to a guy and said, "Give me some pills," and you just assumed they were Advil. They were Advil. They were brown and they had Advil written across them. Oh man, you're lucky you never worked under me. You used to say that all the time. You said that every single time I talked to you. Oh, scary. Hey, guess who uh, Guess who uh, tried to get these guys? Guess who was actually instrumental in bringing these guys to the uh, to the record company? Who's that? Michael Anthony, the bassist of Van Halen. Nice. Ah, turn up the radio. This is Autograph. We'll be back with the Stump on the radio show. This is Rock School. Is that 1980s rock and roll? Big time. From 1984. They actually opened for Van Halen on the 1984 tour. That's autographed from the album. Nice. Sign in, please. I was just telling Chad before we got on the air, I had to fire a disc jockey one time because he. Uh, you get a lot of letters when you're in radio, and uh, a lot of times you get letters from people in uh, the penitentiary. Yeah. And... A couple guys, one in one prison, one in the other prison, were writing to one of my disc jockeys, and they set it up so they'd both call the jock at the same time on different lines. And the disc jockey went ahead and pushed both lines at the same time and allowed the two dis- allowed the two prisoners to talk to one another. Oh, that's great! Prison to prison, and the two wardens showed up at my office, and prison I had to call talk. the jock in, and the jock just couldn't understand why he wasn't allowed to let two prisoners <laughs> at two prisons talk prison to talk. one another. Talk amongst yourselves. What's prison talk? Aren't they allowed to do that? No, they're <laughs> no. not allowed to do that. I tell who's you what, our, radio, our... radio's a different kind of breed, man. Yeah, you got to be you an gotta... odd person. <laughs> do we have a sponsor? We do. We do. This is a trivia show, I think. That's uh, okay. <laughs> One show every it's so often good. just for fun. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Our wonderful sponsor is Home Theater, etc. They are at uh, Morris, corner, and Mooney. Morris and Mooney. I was yeah. fixing to say they're at 985. That's the phone number, 985-340-7777. I remember when Chad screwed up the sponsor. Remember that? What did what, what I do? <laughs> Morris and Mooney. Go ahead. Yeah. Morris and Mooney in the, uh, across the street from Florida Parish's bank, Home Theater, etc. Proud sponsors of Rock School and KSLU. Oh, yeah. Good When people. did I screw up the sponsor? When? Just a minute ago. Uh-huh. I'm going to tell a story about it in the second half hour. All right. You ready for a stump? I am ready for a stump. Yeah, Go ahead. For a stump. This is uh, going to be a stump on Clap for the Wolfman. Oh, by the guess who? Yeah, 1972. It's, That's uh, right. It's actually going to be a double play trivia question. Okay. A twin spin. Oh, a two for Tuesday. <laughs> okay. A two for one radio trivia question on okay. Wolfman Jack. All right, Mr. Disc Jockey. Go <laughs> ahead. You know Wolfman Jack's real name is Bob Smith. Uh, yeah, Bob Weston Smith. Yeah. Right, right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, where did Bob Weston Smith get the nickname Wolfman Jack from? Well, oh, uh, I do know this. Uh, he's okay. uh, he's originally from New York City. Actually, he's out on Long Island. Uh, he used to listen to a guy named uh, Alan Freed, yeah. who had a radio show called uh, the Moon Doggy. The Moon Doggy. So he tried to find something that was close to the Moon Doggy mm-hmm. show. So he went with Wolfman, mm-hmm. and at that point in time. 
uh, the name Jack meant you were good at something, like Cracker Jack. That is correct. So Wolfman Jack Wolfman meant Jack. Moon Dog good at something. So mm-hmm. Wolfman Jack meant he was very Excellent. good at what he did. Okay, yeah, that that most disc jockeys could pull that one out. Right, What's the one next down, one? One down, here's the next one. Okay. Wolfman Jack was indeed the entire soundtrack for American Graffiti, the movie in 1973. Yeah. Yeah, well, can you tell that, me? It's Lucas, right? Am I right about that? Yeah. It's Lucas? Okay, mm-hmm. go ahead. Can you tell me what radio station he was on? Oh, Surf! Surf X E R F Surf Surf Oh you know what the 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 strongest radio station in the good old US of A is 100,000 watts mm-hmm. 100,000 Surf was Surf a- radio was a quarter million watt they used to call them border blasters Yeah it was just over the border in Mexico mm-hmm. and I mean at night after the sun went down that mm-hmm. AM border blaster you could hear that in Chicago yeah. Two, like it was next door 250,000 watts Absolutely fantastic I get them both Yeah you did So clap for the Wolfman Nice It's the guess who on Rock School Thought she was digging you, but she was digging me. Clap for the Wolf Man. It's a shame we only have 60 minutes today because there's so many good between, stories. Between the two of us, oh my word. And you've got, you know, twice the amount of years in radio <laughs> as I do. And I'm like, oh yeah, hey, one time we did this and we did this. Yeah, well, we did this and we did this. Well, how this. about some, how about a couple stories about failed contests? Oh, you love those. We I gave away, those. we gave away over the course of a month. 50 car keys. Okay. And then everyone was supposed to show up at the dealership, get in, turn the car over. Right. Yeah. And how many keys do you think we went through before the car turned over? No. One. No. Turned over on the first Not key. the first Turned key. over on the first key. First key. Oh. Now, here's a better one. I'm in Utica, New York. Okay. I'm at a radio station in Utica, New York. I was there for two years. It, it, oh, 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 it, was, it was a hard two years. We decided to put all of our money into giving away a swimming pool. Okay. And not one of those above ground things. We were going to do in the ground with the, the cement around and all a cabana. the trimmings and everything. Oh, yeah. Huh? This was going to be about a $17,000 prize. Oh, nice. And it was going to be multiple prizes along with it. But here's the thing. What? You didn't win it by calling. You called in, and by calling in, you won, I don't know, a T-shirt or something like that. Right. And you only won the ability to win it. Oh, you, okay, Your name okay, was put okay. into a hat. Right, okay? right. So... We had been doing this now for about four weeks, Mm -hmm. and the contest was going on for six weeks. Mm -hmm. And we had probably, oh, gosh, I don't know, 700 people in the hat. We're in the last week of this thing. A guy comes in working Sunday morning. It's the first time he's worked during the entire thing. And it says on on his his log what he's supposed to do for the day. It says on there, qualify person for... The swimming, pool, swimming contest. pool contest. So he gets on the air and he asks for the 11th caller. Okay. He gave the pool away. No, he did he not. He gave the pool away. 
He give instead of just qualifying and giving away like a CD or a T-shirt. The eleventh caller won the seventeen thousand dollar pool. Now, as a program director, what would you have thought? Well, I'll just tell call the guy and tell him it's a mistake. Ready for this? Oh, I don't think you can do that. I called the guy and the guy said, "Forget you. Give me the pool." Oh wow! We brought this guy in and said to him, "Hey, now come on." You know, we'll let you raid the prize closet. Take as many CDs as you want. Take it. I mean, take an entire closet full of T-shirts. Yeah. You know, and the guy said, "No, give me the pool." He actually threatened legal matters. The, th- we just all we wanted pool. to do was keep it quiet. Yeah. We gave away two pools, one publicly and one privately. One privately. Oh wow! Luckily, <gasps> luckily we had the money to do it. Because if not, mm. every one of those people that had been registered. Yeah. Would have had a lawsuit against us. Wow. But luckily, we had the money to give away two pools. Needless to say, the guy on Sunday morning was looking for gainful employment. Well, I guess so. A little later on. This is Steely Dan. We heard about the FM radio, or the AM radio, during the first half hour. This is the FM radio. No static at all on Rock School. Rock School. Yeah, man. FM, no static at all. You were mentioning about WKRP. In Cincinnati. That's right. That song right there was written as the theme to the 1978 movie FM, which was the pitch for uh, WKRP in Cincinnati. And I'm trying to think of what her name is. Now, we're, we're recording this show... Today is Tuesday to us. Now, I know this is running on Sunday, and I, this, is, this is awful radio here, but <laughs> today is Tuesday, and the woman that played the owner of WKRP yeah. died today. Oh, really? I just, I just saw it today on, on one of the entertainment sites as I was no trying kidding. my best not to actually work. Um, but yeah, that's that, uh, and you can get that. You can get all those WKRPs. Oh, and if I'll you're tell you what. if wow. you're in radio, you have to be able to quote large sections of WKRP, including the entire "With God as my witness, I thought turkeys could fly" speech. So, <laughs> give me a story. I'll give you a story. You were talking about uh, maybe getting threatened and threatened with legal action because oh, of the pool all the time. I had a really good shot at getting threatened with legal action because of uh, attempted vehicular manslaughter. (laughs) By you or to you? By me. Oh, well. Yeah. That makes sense. I was working professional radio uh, after graduation as an account executive. I was just a sales guy. That's right. You were downtown. Yeah. 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 Um, It was sunny 106.1. I I don't believe it's uh, sunny anymore, but we had this, oh, the the ugliest station vehicle you'd ever see. It was like a Chevy Astro. It was covered in the blue and the and the yellow flowers and everything. Yeah. Uh, anyway, the Madisonville Wooden Boat Festival was coming up that Sunday, mm-hmm. and our Sunny 106.1 jock was not available to cover the remote, which had been paid for by the city of Madisonville. And So uh, you got to do it. Yeah. 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 The, the GM came to me and said, we don't have any jocks to do this. Will you do it? Well, I just want to p- be back on the air. Yes, I'll do yeah. it. I'll do it. <laughs> here are your instructions. You I, go down here. I wish there was a word shorter than yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay, go ahead. You go down here and you park right here and everything. I say, okay, can you drive the sunny van? Oh, God. Did you hit a guy in the van? How'd you know? <laughs> I was backing up. <laughs> I, was, I was going slow. I was backing up. <laughs> I was backing up to my position, and all of a sudden, all of a sudden, the van just kind of went. And I went, oh, crap. I thought I had hit, like, a, you know, a, a wooden a, a, boat. 
And all of a sudden, I look in the rearview mirror. It's not funny. I look oh, in the oh, rearview yeah. mirror, and it's a food vendor, and he's <laughs> hobbling uh, out into my into my view. And I went, "Oh my god, dude, what did I hit?" And he went, <laughs> "Me." <laughs> My nickname after that was The Killer. Oh, that's fantastic. My God, what did I hit? Me. I got got punched by a clown once. (laughs) We went to cover a circus, and I upset a clown, and he punched me. Nice. (laughs) Happy clown. I should have hit him back, but I was so stunned that I was catching heck from a clown. (laughs) Here's Queen on Rock School. It ain't funny. (laughs) Yes, it is. What's new, huh? Somebody still loves you. That's Radio Gaga. You done? There you, you done go. laughing? Queen, I'm sorry. It's just that kind of stuff happens all the time in radio. Yeah, I and laugh it, about it now, but at the time I was like, I'm going to go to court. Well, that's the stuff that's the most funny. The stuff that at the time isn't funny. What's it, What did Mel Brooks say when... Uh, uh, it's funny till someone gets hurt, then it's hilarious. I that's, guess so. Yeah, that's the <laughs> good stuff. There you go. Uh, we're talking about radio. We're playing songs about radio this hour, and we're just swapping radio stories. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, we just we just constantly do all kinds of uh, trivia here, and I uh, thought we'd just take a quick break and have some fun, talk about this thing we love so much. Uh, Chad and I are both radio guys, and uh, we just thought we'd swap stories. My turn. we got two more songs to go, so I get one more story. Chad gets one more story. Yeah, go ahead. I was asked to give blood on the air one time. Oh, now see, and I the, don't do needles, dude. I don't know if I can listen to this. The concept was, um, this is before I got sick. I can't give blood anymore because I got sick. I got a liver disease, and I walk in, and they say, well, have you ever had a liver disease? And I said, yay, and they say, help yourself to a cookie on the way out. Cool. But this is before I got, uh, I got so sick. So I went in, and the woman said, you know, we would like to have you talk about giving blood on the air and say that it's not as painful as most people think it is. It's mm-hmm. just a, a sharp pinch, you know. Yeah. And, and I go, okay, fine. <clears throat> so we're doing this live broadcast, and we've got some intern, some flunky from one of the universities there, and his job is to hold the microphone over top of me. Okay. So I'm talking. They introduce me. You know, here's Joe Burns out at the what have you. And I'm, I got my arm hanging out there, oh, and, you boy. know, and, and they're wrapping something up, and the woman, you know, where I'm making jokes and i'm saying you know come on make sure you get a lot of alcohol on there i don't want to post mortem infection that kind of stuff right she puts the needle in there and, and you know and it just you know pinches a little bit and i said okay well you know it, it it's not painless but it's not so bad she's giggling and in the midst of her giggling she goes to put the bag on the hook and she misses oh no she misses she dropped now understand i got an open microphone uh-huh okay she misses the needle, bag which is which is already taped, yeah. right? The bag yanks, pulls the tape, pulls the needle out sideways, literally opens my arm. Uh. They, they could have now captured the blood in a bucket <laughs> underneath my arm. And I said, oh, something seems to have happened. And uh, we're going to send it back to the radio station, and uh, and uh, we're going to come back here. But remember, folks, make sure you give blood today, oh all that kind God. of stuff. And you kept and your they, cool. And I've got my headphones on, and I hear the music start, and I go into the microphone, which mm-hmm. is an old disc jockey trick just to make sure the microphone is gone. And I've told you before, I have a dirty mouth. Yeah. I jumped up and I went, what the? And I'm screaming at this woman, and she calms me down. And I said, what's the matter with you? We were on the air. I could have cursed. And she looked at me, and she said, well, we just have to reinsert the needle. Oh. And I said, not until 
Go ahead and enter your own words right there. <laughs> so I just like to congratulate myself on not doing all that cursing on the air. That's good. Then she kept a level head. In case you're wondering, it's the last time I ever gave blood. Don't blame you. <laughs> Radio Radio, Elvis Costello. It's the one that got him kicked off of Saturday Night Live. Why? He went on there and he wanted to play Radio Radio, and the uh, the people who are in charge of his record, uh, record label said to him, no, 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 play the hit, play Less Than Zero. So what he did is he went out on stage and he played about the first five bars of Less Than Zero yeah. and direct, walked up to the camera and went, stop, 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 stop. Turned around and went, one, two, three, four, and then played Radio Radio. Awesome. And he wasn't allowed back for, uh, oh, years and such. Now, we're going to finish with Capital One Radio. Cool. So we're going to finish up with that. That's from The Clash. It's only two minutes, so we're already a minute over time. Chad's got one more story, and then we got to get gone, so hit it. I'm going to tell it it really quick. We had had talked about uh, doing really cool mixes for our wives, whenever our girlfriends at the time. My My wife, who was at my girlfriend. Um, I made a mix CD for her on our first date. Oh, my Lord, you're so talented, blah, blah, blah. And then it got to the point where I would go to her house and say, Hey, Steph, how are you going? And she'd go, I d- d- Don't talk. I've been, I've been listening, listening to you, you all day, day. and I I've, can't I can't take your voice anymore. I've heard that. <laughs> I've heard that. You know, my wife used to work at a place that used to listen to me. Yep. And she would come home and she'd go, I said, How was your day? They think you're cool. <laughs> <laughs> I get that. Mm-hmm. I would Love give her it. CDs afterwards, and she go, "Is this music or is this you with your stupid voice on it again, telling oh. me a story?" And I go, "Like, but, but I'm in radio, but I'm a disc jockey." Right. Okay, oh. that Excellent. was fun. That was Love fun. It. An hour's worth of radio, just so Chad and I could stroke the egos just a little bit. Right back to nothing but trivia next week. This is Rock School. That was a ton of fun. Yep. Thanks for thanks for the radio show. I'm Joe Burns. Who are you? Chad P. There you go. Who's our sponsor? Home Theater, etc. We're finished with the Clash. Radio is done. Class is dismissed.